Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new edition of the Breaks Radio. Be real, Excel is Kings should. I'm your host this week. CEO Hayes, and I'm in the building with my brother Johnny. What's good, man? Another week, another album review. <laughs> and we easily could have had like I think a, another three album review week, but I'm not listening to Little Baby. I'm I'm just. It's the <laughs> yeah, end of the year. I may catch I it. I may catch it in January. I don't know, but uh, definitely not catching that. But nonetheless, we we are going to have an album review. We're reviewing Championships by Meek Mill. Johnny, what are your initial thoughts on this, man? Okay, let me first start off by saying that I did not get a chance to finish the album. Now, I only had like three or four songs left out of 19. (laughs) So it was whatever the last four were, I didn't get a chance to get to those. But from what I heard, this is actually really solid, like really solid for Meek Mill. I didn't like I did. I definitely expected like a mature Meek on here. Um but some of the stuff he's talking about, like with him going through like his whole um, jail situation and the judge and how he felt afterwards, like I was like, okay, I- I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Um, some dope Meek verses, some dope features. Overall, I thought this was pretty good. Like, like really good. This is an excellent album, in my opinion. Um, not definitely not my favorite of the year or anything like that, but Meek. And his maturity as a as a person and as an artist is evident throughout all this album. And I think, I mean, he dropped something earlier this year. I forgot the name of it. Like Did Lessons he? of a Summer. Yeah, remember that we reviewed it. It was like the the short project. It was like a five or eight Amen. track project. We reviewed so much. I don't remember. <laughs> but I mean, and we and we talked there about. Um, just his his maturity as a person and how what he's gone. Oh, Legends of a Summer. That was the name of it. How. He's matured and what he's went through with jail has definitely seemed to kind of not to to say woke, but it, it's kind of waking him up and he's he's matured his content a lot. It's still very Meek Mill, um, but I, the features on here he used perfectly, in my opinion. Uh, the production is is really good throughout the samples on this album. Hey, man, man, he spent some money like he spent oh, some yeah. money on his some, some some flips. Some money. Somebody spent some money. Right. Yo, that the the intro of the uh the the Phil Collins joint that was yeah. hey man, listen, Phil Collins is like one of the best musicians ever, and that particular song that they uh sample is like one of my favorite songs of all time. I can't think of the I cannot think of the name of the song though, the song that they sampled. I just know it's a Phil Collins song. Oh, uh, what is it? It's not Phil it in there. What I want to say, Phil it in there. I can't remember the name of the track off the top of my head now either. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised man. it had never been sampled in hip hop before because that is like, it was a dope sample. No, dope are you serious? I don't believe that. For real, I'm telling you, Google it. It's never been it's never been sampled in hip hop before. Damn, nah, that's crazy. Cause I mean, cause the beat's so cold, you would think that many hip hop people would have uh, sampled it, at least in you know by 2018. So that's interesting. I don't, I'm gonna go back and look because I don't believe that. Yeah, uh, in the air tonight. That's the name of the track from 1981. But yeah, it's, ne- it's never, at least according to my research, I looked it up because I'm I. Once I heard it, I'm like I don't think I've ever heard the sample before. Googled it, I couldn't find anything. So if you do point me out, because I need to add that track yeah, to the playlist. But yeah, that's dope. But yeah, yeah I mean, man, the the um the the production on this album was great. Um, so many noticeable samples were used. And not in a bad way, which I was, which I was happy about, because there have been, there have been a few people like over the last, I would say, three or so years that are trying that that have been trying to sample music from the '90s, and they haven't been really that good. So for for the samples on this album to be used how they were used uh, was really great, really great. Yeah, it was, it was definitely dope throughout it. Uh, Beyonce sample, which that's rare in of itself. True. Uh, <laughs> But what, did you, what what was your favorite of? I know you you didn't get to listen to the last four tracks, but what were, what were your, what was your favorite from what you did listen to? Well, the the intro to me was hard. He almost got Cardi on the hardest intro for this year, <laughs> almost, but he still didn't get him. So uh, the intro was dope. 
Um, I'm sure, just like everybody else, was free. It's a dope song. Um, and then Championships, the the title track, which I think that song is where he talked about going, like going through the whole ordeal with um with the judge sentence, sentencing him again and how he felt after he got out. He said something like. He um the the way the judge treated him almost made him hate his people. I was like, shit, like that's deep. Like for this man to be willing to actually say that, because I know a lot of people have felt that way before going, you know, being in certain situations. But I don't know, man. I felt it. Like I felt his pain. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and he he's he's able to convey like his current mind state on this so well in his content, his style, everything. This. This to me is like seeing an artist go from be, be having potential to realizing that potential. I think we've yeah. all seen that in Meek Mill since the beginning. Now, like this puts him up there as far as like if he if he can deliver another album of this quality, he's up there with like some of the best of this generation in my opinion. If he can keep this going. I can see that. <clears throat> but I mean, it pro- it will definitely be a while before we get another Meek project, because I'm certain he's going to tour off of this. Oh, so yeah. it may be another two years at least before we get another Meek album. But I think this I think this will suffice. Like, this album is good. It's, it's an hour long, well, hour nine minutes, 19 tracks. I think this is this is good for him for a while. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, that hour, over an hour runtime. At the beginning of 2018, I don't think like I would have felt like it was super long. But it felt it's <laughs> hell long, which is probably why I didn't finish it. But the th- and it's quality throughout, so it made it an easier listen for the length. But man, did this feel long! And God, we this this would be like a standard list uh, runtime a couple of years ago. Now it like stands out. It has to be one of the longest albums of the year. Yeah, this and the um the Ninth Wonder joint, the Jamla compilation. That was like oh, an yeah. hour and a half. Damn. Yeah, it's just oh my, like it's crazy now that I really don't want to listen to an album that's over like I would say forty five minutes. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what was your favorite Thank feature God. on this album? Oh, favorite feature. Um, I'm not gonna go with the obvious Jay Z and Rick Ross. I'm actually gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Cardi B. Cardi Cardi you snap. Stole my. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that was a dope song. That's probably one of my favorite songs from this album, honestly. Hey man, if Cardi comes out with an album next year, like this shit gonna be another number one. Like she's of course she had her baby this year, so she's been kind of like quiet as far as like songs go. She did put out a song maybe a month or two ago called Money or something. Yeah. Which was it was it was straight, it wasn't great, but it was, you know, it was good. Um, but if she can keep killing features and then drop like a seven song album. In May next year, I think she'll be like she gonna keep her momentum going. Like she is the queen of hip hop now. Like that's crazy. Thank you for saying that. Um, like, and the and the thing is too is that I think because she her album was so good that we're missing or it's not at least being talked about that she's still evolving as an artist. Like she's yeah. really getting in her rap bag. Like you could say she got ghostwriters. I don't care. The, what she's spitting is getting progressively and progressively better. I'm I'm highly anticipating the next project from her just think about it cardi has only been i would say a for real rapper for like what two years like it hasn't been it hasn't it hasn't been that long so to even to just notice her progression from what mid 2017 to now a year and a half like that's like that's wild just imagine where she can go and she's still young she's like what 26 yeah she's, she's super young she got man, she got time and she's still developing her skill. Nah. She coming for everybody. <laughs> and the thing is, is that as long as she doesn't get full of herself, she really could run the female side of rap for a long time. We we could be looking at a decade run here. Man, damn, are we are we ready for a decade of Cardi? I don't know. <laughs> Just to think, and she started off on love and hip hop with a jet with jacked up teeth. And now look at what she is. Even before that, was she a stripper before that? Yeah, yeah, even before that. So, like... You really can do whatever you want to do. Like, literally. Nowadays, yeah. yeah as yeah. long as you, you know, work on your... Whatever it is you want to do, just work on your craft. If you work on your craft and deliver, shit, sky's... The, well, the sky is not the limit. There is no limit. Just do what you want to do, man. Hey, make it happen. That's, but 
uh, shouts out to Cardi, but let's get back on this Meek album, man, because I I could really talk about Cardi's career for a long time because I respect her rise so much. But overall, thought like the rating of this album, where where are you rating this? Is this does this creep into your top ten of the year? I know haven't had time to really think about it, but just just off that first listen. Um, no, I would say no. I don't think it's in my top ten. Um, again, that's not saying this is a bad album by any means because it's not. But the pure volume of albums and the quality content that have come out that I've been able to just sit on and digest, um, I, I would say this Meek album isn't in my top 10, but it's still a great album. Um, but as far as ratings, are we doing 10 point scale? Yeah, let's do 10 out of 10. I guess out of the, what, 15 songs I heard, which is still a lot, I think I'm going to go, I'll probably go seven. I think I'll go seven, solid seven. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I um I got a little bit higher. I I have it at an eight. Um, and I don't think just off like just thinking about it now, not really sitting down and writing out the albums. I don't think it's in my top ten. I'd have to really write it out and see what what it is. But it's definitely up there. It's probably definitely in the top top twenty, probably top fifteen, which mm-hmm. is just crazy considering I can honestly say I listened to over twenty albums this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> brand new albums yeah brand like, new I, albums like yeah man man that's crazy um but yeah i mean it's a great album um solid body of work from him and it has the hey seal of approval if that means anything so right now i'm gonna ask you this right okay so on what's free with rick ross and jay-z rick ross dope verse dope verse but i noticed something so this album has been out for about a week now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rick Ross said a word that I figured a lot of people would be in an uproar about. He said the elf word that rhymes with maggot. So it's very interesting to me that nobody has said anything about it. Well, at least from what I've seen, nobody has said anything about it. Now, maybe the right person, well, I won't say right person, but maybe that particular person hasn't heard it yet where they can just start blasting that shit out. Like, it's just weird to me that nobody has said anything about it because everybody in today's time is so sensitive about stuff. And everyone everyone jumped on him for not even saying it. He bleeped it out in his song earlier this year. Um, And I think this is where... Like M, people were ready. I think people were looking for something because of how his content has been in the past. With Ross, is this the first time he's ever said that on the track? Because I can't, I can't think of another time. That particular word. That particular word. Oh yeah, to my knowledge, yeah. That's so it's one of those things to where it feels like the social media age is more so damning, like they damned Eminem's for sins of the past. And this time, like, maybe Ross is getting a pass because he's never said it. Or like you said, maybe people just haven't noticed it. But you would think that there would be more of an of a backlash about it from from certain crowds of people um, yeah. and people who just want to jump on anything that's not PC. I mean, hell, we, we, we had we had tweets last week of people saying that the freaking Lion King was colorism and nobody's oh picked this up. <laughs> and it's like. It baffled me because back when Rick Ross did, um, damn, what's the guy? Is it Rocco? The uh, you ain't even you ain't know it. You ain't yeah. even know it. And oh, he God, said hi, right, right. <laughs> he Ross was saying like he put the Molly in the drink and she ain't even know it, and she he enjoyed her and she ain't even know it. They ki- they killed him for that, but I ain't saying nothing about this particular word that he said in this um Meek Mill song. So I don't know. I just I found it interesting. That's all. I just found it interesting. Now watch <laughs> something happens as soon as this drop. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now people are gonna go crazy. Um, but hey, anything left on uh championships before we get into our first commercial break? Because we do have more to talk about from what's free after. Oh no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and get into the first break. You guys are gonna hear from technical foul and hear some music after that, and we will catch you guys on the other side. Yep. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as. It's the Eric J. 
And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. In the land of the free where the blacks enslave, three-fifths of a man, I believe, is the phrase. I'm 50% of Doucet and it's dead free, yeah? 100% of Ace of Spade, worth half a beat, uh. Rock Nation, half of that, that's my piece. 100% of title to bust it up with my cheese, uh. Smokes, my niggas won't ever work together. You run a checker, but they never give you leverage. No red hat, don't Michael and Prince me and yay. They separate you when you got Michael and Prince's DNA, uh. I ain't one of these house niggas you bought. My house like a resort. My house bigger than yours, my spot. Come on, man. My route better, of course. We started without food in our mouth. They gave us pork and pig intestines. Shit you discarded that we ingested. We made the project a wave. You came back, reinvested and gentrified it. Took niggas sense of pride. Now how that's free? And them people stole the soul and hit niggas with 360s. I ain't got a billion streams, got a billion dollars. Inflating numbers like we po' be happy about this. We was praising Billboard, but we were young. Now I look at Billboard like, is you dumb? To this day, Grandma afraid what I might say. They gonna have to kill me, Grandmama. I'm not their slave. <laughs> Check out the bazaar. Rapping style used by me. The HOV, look at my hair free. Carefree. Niggas ain't there free. Enjoy your chains. What's your employer name with the hairpiece? I survived the hood. Can't no shaitan rob me. My account's so good. I'm practically living tax free. Factory, that's me. Sold drugs, got away. Scott free. That's a C C E. Copy. Kill free. Steal me. And expect me to not feel away. To this day, you you would say y'all kill me sucker free no shucking me i don't jive turkey all right so that was just what's free um and in that song jay-z had some very choice words for kanye west (laughs) (laughs) and while he was he was spitting truth he was spitting fact in his side of the story his opinion social media wanted to jump on this as a diss and i i feel like the word diss now has evolved to like the minor even the most minor shots like people were just so quick to call it a diss i don't think it was a full diss but what do we think about the verse the reaction everything johnny what do you think all right so first of all now i'm not the biggest jay-z fan in fact i try to troll jay-z fans whenever i get the chance but in this instance jay-z went off like this this is the epitome of being rich and talking your shit in a rap like this is the epitome of that so salute to jay-z because he said some he was saying some shit like it made me feel like inferior. He said he said my bank account my bank account so big I'm basically living tax free. I was like, "Oh." Now a lot of people might not get that and that's okay. But being an accountant, I'm like, "Oh, we like Jay-Z, you shot fire at me like goddamn. <laughs> like that's hard. Like that is hard. He was just talking his rich shit and I I loved it. Um as far as the Kanye diss, as people are calling it, I don't. I personally don't think he was dissing. I think he was just saying how he felt, and he went on. He's going on about his life. Like that's really it. He addressed it. That's it's what it was. Like it's. I don't think it's anything more serious than that. To yeah, be honest, and, and I and I agree with you. He was telling his opinion, and you know, to his credit, for the first time in. Well over a year, Jay-Z decided to tweet, which is just, I still can't imagine Jay-Z sitting down with a phone and tweeting something. Like, I just can't imagine it. Oh, the fact that he had to <laughs> go to Twitter to uh, elaborate on lyrics, like, come on, man. Don't don't be that guy. Come on, yeah. Jay-Z. You, you well above that. You don't got to do that. Yeah. yeah, come on. I mean, let, let the people feel. I, he said much worse stuff that he's never even, he still hasn't talked about. So come on, Jay. I, I get you're a father now. But we didn't need the tweets, man. But, um, <laughs> as far as the verse, man, uh, th- I think this is just that continued evolution of Jay-Z, even at this stage of his career, to where he's, Jay-Z is more open now than what he's ever been at any point in his career. And this is someone who's been in the public eye for, God, it has to be like 20, 25 years at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. So... The fact that we're getting more and more openness from Jay-Z about his his opinions on deeper stuff, 
is what makes the verse so dope to me. The the stuff towards Kanye isn't really overtly a diss. It's not really, I wouldn't even categorize it as a shot towards Kanye specifically. It's him speaking on a situation that involves Kanye and his opinion on the MAGA hat, but I think that's really it. I don't, I mean, if we are to believe that they have the friend, the friendship that they have had over over the years, I'm pretty sure that they've had worse conversations than this behind closed doors. This is not a diss people. Right. Right. Yeah, man. Stop trying to run away with the word diss. Everything ain't a diss. Yeah. Now, let me let me say this. I can't mention Jay-Z without trying to troll. So I saw a recent picture of Jay-Z, I think, when him and Beyonce performed in South Africa, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. He had on like the pink uh Hillary Clinton suit and shit. But I noticed his I noticed his hair, right? Now, uh-huh. nothing wrong with his hair at all. Like I think he, it looks like he's trying to twist it out or grow dreads or something, which is cool. But why is he trying to be like J. Cole? Yeah, he's doing the whole freeform dread thing where he kind of yeah. just lets it do his own thing. But uh that's funny. I had never thought about that before you mentioned that's exactly what it is, isn't it? Yeah, man. That's that's literally what it is. Yeah, so is Jay-Z going through a midlife crisis? Like, as far as, like, his fashion and everything, like, it's just... I don't know, man. If it is, if 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 that's his version of a midlife crisis, I think he's good. Because yeah. if he's going through a midlife crisis and can still rap how he rapped on What's Free, I think he's good. He, he <laughs> aight. Yeah. I mean, then, too, he's a father. Like, I mean, maybe he wants to be cool to his kids. Who knows? I mean... Right. Lou out here telling him to wear a pink suit. Where is daddy? Hell, if Which I had one, a daughter, she told me Pinky she asked me to. Right, I would too. So, oh man, you don't. My daughter, she some of the stuff. There was a video camera following us around, like when she wants to have her tea party. I would like some of this shit <laughs> that I've done for my daughter. Like, yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and leave that alone. Right. Long, so man. I ain't, yeah, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> but let's jump into the next topic, man. Um, Sicko Mode, the number one song in the country. And Astro World, the same week of Dummy Boy Takashi Six Nine's debut album, sold seventy one thousand units in its seventeenth week, beating out uh, Takashi's Dummy Boy, which sold sixty six thousand. Johnny, have you finished Astro World yet? I have not. <laughs> yeah, but Sicko Mode, it's impossible for you to not have heard the song. I, I listened to it. I did listen okay. to it. Um. You said it's the number one song in the country. Number one, regardless of genre, the number one song in the country. Really? Yes. That's, that's kind of dope. I'm I'm not even gonna hate on that. That's what's up. Um, I did listen to the song though. It's not now. It's definitely not. It's not a bad song at all whatsoever. It's not a bad song, but I do not get the appeal of it. Like Sicko Mo, right? Is that? Would you say that song? is a reflection of what the album is? No, honestly, I wouldn't. Okay. I'm about no, to say, because if that's the case, I don't see how that's the number one, how that could be number one on people's list of of top albums of 2018. I don't get that. Yeah, as much as I enjoyed Astroworld as a whole, I would honestly say Sicko Mode is probably in the lower tier of the tracks that I like on that album, just personally. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's not to say it's a bad song. I just think that there are better songs on the album than sicko mode i think I, it's a good vibe song i mean i can see why the younger crowd would like it but i think that there's to me at least personally there's more there's more songs that are better reflection of that whole vibe on the on the the album to me so hmm. and and then you said in in its 17th 17th week it sold more than takashi's first week yes damn yeah so this this past week uh, on hip hop sale al- album units move, Astro World was number one with seventy one, whereas Takashi with a de- debut album was number two with sixty six. Damn, I mean, it's still good to debut at number two, but behind a album that's been out for shit four months, yeah, it's wild, ain't it? Yeah, and and I, I think go ahead, but I mean, it's Takashi though. I mean, but Takashi has a following. I think, though, that Sycamore being the number one song in the country, I think that at now we're seeing it's these aren't just hip hop sales. These are the the other crowd of people uh, that are ah. that are now buying this album and pushing it more because, you know, the 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 party crowd, the atmosphere, they hear the song. Now they're going to check out the whole album. I don't. It, it, it's a reason I, I can understand the reason why Astro is having the resurgence in sales that it's having in its 17th week. 
I just I still expected Takashi to outsell it, especially with him going to jail and you know the, you have people busting out into free Takashi um, chants at Trippy Red's uh, performances. Like it's just it seems like there's a movement behind Takashi fans, and maybe we'll see it in the second week. Maybe we'll see the results of that in the second week. It's just it's a little shocking to me personally. So when you say seventy one thousand units for Astro World, right? Mm-hmm. That's not like physical CD sales. Is that like streams? That's that, so it's equi- equivalent physical sales. So it's basically taking everything a combination of physical sales, combination of streams, combination of downloads, and putting that into okay. If this if everything was just an album sale, this that it would be the equivalent of seventy one units. I wonder if. So like like you said, Sicko Mode is like the number one song in the country, right? Yeah. The streams from that one song, I wonder if Ooh. those count. I wonder if those. I wonder if those count toward multiple units sold. Probably, probably. That, I don't know how that algorithm works. I don't have the inner workings there, but you saying that makes honestly makes a lot of sense. That's interesting. They streaming shit, man. Still learning, just like when. I guess MP3s came into play, like from CDs, like people were trying yeah. to figure out how to, you know, use it. People still trying to figure out how to use the streaming stuff. Oh, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's it, so crazy. And that's the thing is that streaming, if I was an artist, I would, I guess as long as you're getting your check. But if you're one of the artists that aren't getting your check, I would really question, like, if I'm being cut out because it's like. Man, it's it. People smarter than me, I guess. They they may have a whole team just to count the ag- algorithm for streams. Cause I I don't know, man. I'd be pissed off. I would need to see something physically that shows how much my album was streamed and why I'm getting paid what I'm getting paid from. Right, and I wonder if it's going to get to the point where artists, kind of like what Chance the Rapper did with Coloring Book, how he mm-hmm. how he went straight to Apple and like yeah. it was on Apple Music exclusively for like a couple weeks and then when everywhere else like i wonder if artists are going to start going to specific streaming services kind of like what joe button did with his podcast like oh yeah. he went he went straight to spotify like here we're going to put this here you give us an undisclosed amount of money then we good exclusivity yeah and, and that's something that title really kind of started with music once they debuted is having exclusive music with exclusive artists you know jay-z pulled all his stuff off everywhere else and it's just on title i think we will mm-hmm. we'll start seeing it more in 2019 but probably towards 2020 is going to be the war of exclusive content on all these different services right and we're not and that's outside of just music like we netflix and disney streaming like oh. it's going to be everything yeah streaming services are going to become the new rap labels and all the rap labels gonna fall. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy to watch. That like that's literally gonna happen in the next, I would say, ten years. Oh yeah, probably like, that's probably crazy. sooner than then. And that's crazy. Just think the way that we could grew up consuming music is gonna be so like. Of course, it was different from our generation to our parents. You know, the the cassette to the CD. But we're talking about a completely new platform for our children by the time they reach our age. Like it's it's crazy, man. It's a uh, Whenever I have kids, they probably, well, I'm going to introduce them to it, but they would have no idea what a vinyl record is. Yeah. Like, that's cr- that's crazy to me. There's they, no they won't even know what it is. Dropping that needle. Man. <laughs> Man, listen, a cassette, a CD, oh my God. They'll never know a world. I have a nephew, I have a one year old nephew. He'll never know a world without streaming. Like, that's that's so crazy to me. Wow, I didn't even think about it like that. That's that's wild, man. <laughs> hey, that's that's the next generation. That's what we're moving into. Um, so at, just to kind of finish off this this uh, segment, um, Johnny, when are you finishing Astro World, brother? Man, it'll be. I'll finish it before the end of the year, man. You you've been saying I it think, all year. We we really have well, twenty six days left in the year. The year ain't over, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I got it downloaded. I just haven't listened. That's all. Like, look, man, 2018 has really beat me down in terms of like listening to music. I'm not going to lie. Like, I really don't want to listen to no new shit <laughs> for for a while. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I, I'm, I've definitely enjoyed all the new music. But damn, slow down. Slow down, people. Like, how I like to sit with albums at least for a few months to actually enjoy them. But like, yeah. I can't do that because I'm still going to the next new thing, you know? That's so. that's how the new generation consumes content. Like you gotta like think about it when we there was 
a clear two or three month gap between major hip hop releases when we were growing up. Like, so you had you had to sit with an album for two or three months until you got a big new album. Right. Now it's like, and it's not again. It's not just even with music. Like we're seeing it with TV shows. Like Netflix drops a new series every other week. It seems like they got hella original content that I didn't even know. Like they yeah. got original movies and shows that are like on a third and fourth season that I had no clue existed. <laughs> like it's crazy, it's deep, man. It's deep. Um, yeah, it's th- just just the whole way we're con- like as a people, not us specifically, are consuming content nowadays. It makes you really think like how much is getting missed, like how many gems are getting missed because we're just trying to rush through it. Like for example, I um went back and watched the first season of Iron Fist. Still not, I still wouldn't say that it's good, but I watched it so quick that I w- that I did miss some really good stuff character building in it. It just yeah. sucks that it wasn't for Danny Rand, but there are a lot of good characters in that show. <coughs> right, right. It's like I forgot T.I. dropped the album, and that was only like two months ago, two or three months ago. And it was a dope album. Right, like that's it's crazy, man. It's too much coming too fast. Yeah, man, Dude. definitely. But listen, let us know what how you guys how do you guys stay up to date with content, man? Maybe that's the topic we need to talk about next week. Is how we plan to stay on top of content in 2019. But uh we're gonna go ahead and get into our, our second break and uh we're gonna catch you guys on the other side of this commercial and some music. This is Ms. One Hundred. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us, you know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age, so it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane, I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at hoodgeniuses pod at gmail.com thank you i guess i just gotta chill for 20 years till the judge say that it's okay to come out i need an escape ain't no way to run out people say that they love me but you ain't breaking me out i probably die up in this motherfucker shit i've accepted that and now i'm finding peace long nights i've been trying to sleep but i can't so let me write you this apology this for your girl look i'm sorry mama i put a bullet in them I took your heart from you. I killed your man, and now you forced to be apart from him. Your daughter walking, who gon' catch her when she start running? I was only 19, doing foolish things for colors. Your tears in the courtroom. I could tell you loved him. I thought I was being gangster when I took his life. Now I can barely sleep through a night. I get it now. Fuck these colored dreams. Sure. All right, bro. So, <sighs> <laughs> I really, really could not wait to talk to you about this. I've had this on the list since it dropped even before i got to listen to it but eminem releasing a 10 minute freestyle after the release of bodied which we'll talk about the film itself and our anticipation actually watch it a little bit later but man what what are your thoughts on this freestyle okay let me let me let me say this right eminem is top i'll say eminem is top 10 rappers of all time absolutely so that's no it's no debate i'm sure 98% of the hip hop community agrees. Like we we got that. At this point in Eminem's career, stuff like this 10-minute freestyle that he put out is 100% unnecessary. Like the first 2 minutes, 3 minutes tops, he was talking this shit, you know, you know rhyming syllables and words and shit, you know what Eminem does. It was great. After that third minute, mm, it just got it got boring. And he was out of breath. I don't know if he out of shape or what. He started with that little kick, like a smurf or some shit. Like, don't what are you, Eminem? What are you doing? You literally don't have to do anything but drop music if you feel like it. Drop the music. Don't do shit. That's all you got to do. You don't have to do nothing else. This this freestyle was completely unnecessary. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. After like three minutes, it was just like, all right, man, you got to chill. You really got to chill. Yeah, man. So M is like, it feels like he's still trying to prove that he is in the t- 
top 10 and he doesn't anymore. Like we, we all know, like forget revival, um, all that. Like, okay, you had a bad album. Like people do, people have bad yeah. albums all the time. You survive. Okay. You're, you're a legend. It's okay. This new M that we're getting where it feels like he has to prove he can rap by just throwing in as many, as many syllables as he can. is not a good look structurally. Yeah. It's good that you're, you can, you can do that. It's, it's great that you can do that. It's great that you can make wor- words that don't necessarily rhyme, sound like they rhyme, but the content isn't there. Like right. the, 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 it's shallow, it's shallow bars. And as being one of the greats, I expect better from you. Rather than drop a 10-minute freestyle, give me a two-minute fire-ass verse or whatever. I right. can take that. Like, you, you, if Eminem popped up, let's say, every six months to a year, randomly just dropped a, a dope freestyle, just to, just to remind it, I wouldn't mind if, if the depth was there. But just doing it and it being as empty as what this is, is really a slap in the face to his own legacy. And and this is what his detractors point to is because now he's like after the whole as much as I didn't think Killshot was as bad as some people, after the whole MGK beef, do you really think this is a good idea, M? <laughs> oh man. No, it's not. It was It's not. It's not it wasn't good. A good idea. Not at all, man. I just I I want and need M to do better. Um, but again, before well, any any other thoughts on the freestyle? Any any bars you want to point out or discuss or no. anything? All no, right. just don't do, don't do it again, Eminem. Please don't. <laughs> well, M wasn't the only member of his family to drop a freestyle. A, a freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> his daughter Haley dropped some bars like a couple of days later after this, and Johnny called me fucking crazy. It wasn't that bad. It was no, better shit, than M's freestyle. The shit was fire, but. So I so I went and looked like I went and looked this shit up right. So I don't know if this is Haley for real. Her stage name is I don't know if it's Win or Wine, but it's W Y N N E. She's from Lake Oswe- Lake Oswego, O S W E G O in Oregon. So I don't I don't know if this is Haley if and she goes by that rap name or what uh-huh. I don't know, but. That verse was hardest. Like that verse was hella hard. Um, it was a cipher for this organization called Team Backpack. They they go around the country doing um different shows where they invite different rappers to cipher and stuff like that. I used to watch that YouTube all the time. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen a white girl rap like that. Never. Like she never. Like she was cold, like she was cold. Like Do she you- was for real cold. Did, does this make you want to see more from her? I mean, I'm not going to be so quick to say yes. Let me, if she's like in any other ciphers, I'll check out the ciphers. Do I want to hear a whole project from her? Eh, I don't know. Give me like an EP or something first. Like, I don't want to hear a whole hour worth of music from her. Just let me hear a few more verses to see if I really like her. Because that could have just been a one-off dope verse and the rest of her shit could be whack. I don't know. So... I just I need I need a little bit more from her before I'm like fully invested in what she can do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you can't take one one set of bars or a cipher and, and completely say that now you can go cuz there's, there's there's been freestyle and battle rappers who can't make a cohesive project that are way better. Um right. but I will say this, if whoever that is like if they can come with more music, if she can come with more music and the quality be there, she can possibly be not as big as Eminem, but she can be the female version of that. Because like you said, no one's seen it before. Right. And with and with the rise of like women in hip hop, listen, there there could be some money to be made there. Right. But the and thing don't is, y'all dare say, don't y'all dare say Iggy Azalea. <laughs> but <laughs> so the this makes me think, and I know I didn't put this on the run sheet, so you, we may have to come back to this, but Rappers' kids, who do you think has been the best offspring of a rapper that come in and have a, a rap career that's done the best? Jay Smith. Seemed, no, I'll just play it. I'll just play it. I mean, I, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. No, but there has to be somebody. Like, he's, like, current. There has to be somebody else, right? Like Corey Guns. Um, okay. Diggy Simmons. He, I think he put out an album this year. Yeah, he like, put out an album a couple ago. weeks ago. Yeah, that Jesus we didn't Christ. we didn't review because we had too long. I think that was the week we reviewed three albums. I was like, ah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. No, it. No, nah, we definitely got to revisit this because I know it's I know it's something out there. That I can't even 
think about right now. So yeah, All right. we can revisit. Uh, okay, that. so go ahead. We'll go ahead and put that on the list. Listeners, check us out next week. We'll discuss the best children from rappers that have had a, a, a rap career. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the movie now, let's talk about the film Body. Did you get a chance to watch the trailer? Have you watched the movie, the film itself? Because the film is out. I actually watched the film. Um, I signed okay. up for YouTube Premium just so I could watch it. Okay. So yes, yeah, two hour movie. Um, follows this white guy who's doing well. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it, if you want to watch it, I guess I should say that. Um, this is white guy who's writing a thesis statement, uh, like a thesis on the N word and battle rap. Mm. So he he actually attends a battle. They're somewhere in California. I forget the exact city. Um, but he attends this battle, this battle that's like in this abandoned garage. Charlemagne is like the host. Charlemagne is hilarious. Um, and I forget the actor's name, but the actor who plays like uh the other main character that helps the white kid throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. I forget his real name. But anyway. And they actually use real battle rappers in the movie, which was great. And you could tell that these actual battle rappers wrote their own raps. So that that was that was as a battle rap fan, that was good to see. Um but if I was this white guy who's trying to write this thesis on the N-word and battle rap find finds um a person that he can i guess ask the questions to one of his favorite battle rappers and somehow gets called out at the beginning of the movie in the parking lot to battle um another white another white battle rapper and the dude actually like bodied him like cuz he like he writes poetry but he can like put words together and rhyme because he watches battle rap and so he end up bodying him and then he starts getting calls like, look, I heard you was nice. You should come battle here. And then he started battling for money. And he he talks to his the 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 battle rap friend that he made. And he was and they basically talked about how they never get personal. Like we just talk about guns because that's what you know, that's what people like to hear. We never get personal. So the white dude ends up meeting the family of the black battle rapper that he befriended. His daughter has some type of lung condition. His, you know, his wife works, um, and the black guy's a, a game programmer, like a game designer. So he learns about all the the white dude learns about all this stuff, and they end up having to battle because they um, got offered five thousand dollars a piece. Uh, I think they went three rounds, and they end up getting personal. Um, but then they end up doing a two on two battle together against two other rappers. It was crazy. I gotta see this movie. Yeah, like it's like it's a really good movie. Like the movie is actually really good. Now the white dude does say the N word a couple times. Oh shit! I was real. I was real pissed at that. <laughs> um, but other than that, the movie was actually like really good. Like really, really good. And and just looking at the movie, so it looks like um it was made on a budget of less than fifteen million dollars, and so far it's grossed over a hundred million. Yeah. Um, Joseph Kahn, who's the director, I believe, uh-huh. he funded the he funded that movie himself. That's crazy. That is crazy. I, I heard him say that on a Breakfast Club. But yeah, so he basically paid for that movie himself. Um, it was out in select theaters across the country, like, you know, big cities, New York, um, L.A., Atlanta, you know, those major markets. But now it's on YouTube Premium. So, you know, you got to pay the monthly fee and all that shit. So I'm definitely going to have to go check that out. Now, you just sold me on it. I mean, I was already planning on seeing it, but it was kind of one of those things where once I get the slow moment I watch it, you just mm-hmm. shot that up to, I think I may go watch that tonight. Yeah, man. It's, it's listen, I as a battle rap fan, I wanted to watch it regardless, but I didn't expect for it to be as good as it was. And like the white guy isn't, he isn't like the protagonist in the movie. He's almost the asshole of the movie. And he's like the main character. So Shit. That that was like a departure from regular film, you know. So it's it's a good movie, man. Y'all should check it out if you get a chance. So go and check it out. It got Johnny Silva of approval. Obviously, yes. that's bodied. Uh, go check that out. We're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna discuss our last topic, which is hip hop related, kind of offset. But let's get into that break. Express 
where we are spilling the tea weekly on latest trends, celebrity news, and the culture. Check out Tea Time with I'm Just Saying, available on The Breaks Media. Hold on to them cups. (laughs) You don't want to miss this. Throw it back for me All if you right. bad and you know it. I'ma keep it real, shorty bad and show it. Ooh. You can do it fast, baby, just don't go too I fast on me. I, yeah. I can't get no sleep. Nope. Nope. I've been up for the whole damn week. Uh-huh. I can't get no sleep. Nope. I got a super bad bitch I, on me. I, 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 I. She said she wanted the bottle, so I bought the case. All right, Johnny. Um, we don't talk about topics like this a because we have so many albums review. We we really do keep it music directly music music related artist related. Um, in this on this topic, Joel Santana proposed to his girl, his longtime girlfriend of over ten years, Kim Bella, and gets completely slammed by a lot of people on social media. Now, I'm not one to really get into other people's relationships that i think like everyone goes at their own pace but i felt like we had to talk about this because it really did dominate like a mini news cycle of itself Mm -hmm. what do you think johnny man uh there are a few layers to this whole thing for real um i could see i can see both sides i can see the perspective from both sides here um on jewel's side right he like he got sentenced to jail like what's his situation he did he get sent, like is he going to jail for a period of not time for, not for sure i don't okay. believe yeah i don't believe it. it looks like he's gonna go that way but not for sure okay but him and kim bella have been together for for a long time like seven plus years i would i think yeah um so from his from his perspective what i'm what i think he's thinking is okay there's a possibility i may go away for a minute um, you know, she's been holding me down for X amount of years. I probably need to, you know, go ahead and do this. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. That's probably his thought process. We don't know. Maybe he planned to propose to her anyway before all of this legal stuff happened. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. It is what it is. So he proposed. Now, from her perspective, I'm assuming she loves him because she's been with him for a long period of time. Maybe that she's been waiting for him to propose. Cool. He finally proposed. Of course, she's going to say yes. She's been she's probably wanted to marry him for X amount of years. Cool. I, You know, it is what it is. If you want to marry that man, marry him. That's that's what it is. Now, the social media outcry. I think women I think women were saying that he waited so long and now he's about to go to jail. Now he wants to propose. I mean, what's the issue? If if she still if Kim Bella still wanted to accept the proposal and get married, what's the problem? Like, now I get I get why y'all mad cuz he waited until he possibly might be going to jail to propose, but so like that's what he wanted to do and she accepted. It's, there's really nothing else after that to be honest y'all still mad but they engaged and, and my thing and this is my opinion on it is that the ones that are like saying why would he wait why would he wait to propose at a concert um why, why would he do it in private this is this is my opinion on it and i'm not saying this is the absolute truth but for someone at, with jewels who has had public situations on love and hip-hop where his his infidelity has been called out um, him acting like they're not together has been called out to do something so publicly in a way that it's it's involving his art and what probably is means almost as much to him as his family. And that's his music to make her a, a part of that and to propose to her on that stage may mean more to them than just to say, oh, why would why wouldn't you not keep it private? Maybe that 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 having that outward show of their love, whatever works for them, is something that spoke to her because she seemed like she was completely caught off guard and enjoying it. Right. Right. And I mean, who asked? Like, I can't believe they asked people asked, why did he propose publicly? You know how many public proposals we've seen on Instagram almost every damn week? Like all his people was there. His crew was there. His family was probably there. Like her family was probably there. Like. People propose publicly. Like y'all act like that's a new thing here. Yeah. I, just just don't propose at somebody else's wedding. I'm sorry. That's just oh, my yeah, personal yeah. thing. Oh, I, that's yeah. tacky as hell. Um yeah, but 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't get it. And this, I feel like people are so quick to jump down people's throat, and this is where everyone wants to judge everyone else's situation. Most of the people who are outcried of that ain't never been proposed to, probably have been in relationships 10 years themselves, and much less they don't even have the password to their boyfriend's phone, much less have gotten a ring. Right. So just just stop judging other people and what their relationship is. That's just my thing. Yeah, like, why does that even matter to you? Like, Jewels and Kimbella, you know, they've been... They live in New York. You know, they do what they do. Like, I'm here. I'm here in St. Louis. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Why do you care? This age and their concerns about what other people do with their lives is just getting out of fucking control. Yeah, man. It definitely gets worse. It gets worse every year. It really, it really gets worse. But the, sa- the same ones who were complaining about him proposing on stage are the same ones that cried when Bobby Brown proposed on stage in the Bobby Brown story. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> just come on. I mean, get your lives together, man. But I really have nothing else. To- I just wanted to talk about it because I knew we probably shared the same opinion on it. People, let people live. Just let them live. Hey, man, they they are engaged. They are they are engaged to get married. That's that. I ha- still have to go to work tomorrow, so <laughs> it is. It is what it is. <laughs> there you go. Until somebody asks me to be at their wedding, it ain't none of my business. Right, literally. But we will cover it for the Breaks Radio. If anyone wants to invite us out, we will come out there and we will uh, do that. But nonetheless, Johnny, that's it. That's another episode of the Breaks Radio, man. Anything you got left before we tell the people goodbye, good night, and do all our little plugs? Um, nah, man, just. Have fun. Stop worrying about other people getting engaged, man. That's all that matters. That's a hundred percent fact. Hundred percent fact. Stop worrying so much about what if it's not affecting you, your family, or how you get your money, stop worrying about what other people are doing. That's real. Well, that's it for me, man. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow the Breaks Radio collectively at the Breaks Radio, and you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, the Breaks Media at gmail.com. Johnny, tell the people where they can find you. Yes, on Twitter, I'm J-O-N, two underscores, the letter B. On Instagram, I'm J-B-S underscore E-S-L underscore A-A-M-U. All right. And, and that has, go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying with that, we out. <laughs> we out. Peace. Peace. My bitch is all bad. My niggas all real. I ride in dick and some big tall hills. Big fat checks. Big large bills. Run out flip like 10 car wheels. Cold ass bitch. I give raw chills. 10 different looks and my looks all kill. I kiss them in the mouth. I feel all grills. Heat in the car. That's wheels on wheels. Woo! Born to flex, yes. diamonds on my neck. I like boarding jets, I like more than sex. But nothing in this world that I like more than checks. Money, all I really wanna see is up. Money. I don't really need a D, I need a Money, all a bad bitch need is up. Money. I got pants in the coop, bustin' out the roof. I got pants in the coop, touch me, I'll shoot. I'll shake a little ass. Money. You get a little bag and take it to the store. Money. Get a little cash, Money. you shake it real fast, you get a little more. In the coop, bustin' at the roof. I got bands in the coop, bustin' at the roof. I got a fly, I need a jet. Shit, I need room for my legs. I got a baby, I need some money. Yeah, I need teeth for my egg. All y'all bitches in trouble. Bring brass knuckles to scuffle. I heard that Cardi went pop. Yeah, they go pop, pop. That's me bustin' that bubble. I'm the signing with the drip. Baby mommy with the clip. Walk out bodies with a bitch. Bring a thotty to the whip. If she find her, she think. God damn, fucking pest. on my neck i like boarding jets i like morning sex but nothing in this world that i like more than checks all i really